Good afternoon, crypto traders. Here's an informational piece inspired by a recent fiasco where I've been fighting this thing for now eight hours-ish. And I felt like I would share this knowledge, but also archive it for all perpetuity. And hopefully we get ahead of what the government's trying to do out here in the United States, trying to lock down cryptocurrency and make people not be able to get rich so they can force you to be dependent on them. So if you've ever traded an Ethereum coin or a token, right? SHIB is an Ethereum token. Satama is an Ethereum token. Uh, Keanu, which is on the way out, is an Ethereum token. And there's so many other Ethereum-based tokens out there, right? And you've tried to move it or you tried to sell it, even in some cases tried to buy more. And you run into this issue where, unfortunately, if it's not on an exchange, you're getting nailed with gas fees, right? If you're on an exchange, that's good. The problem with being on an exchange, of course, is that if the token offers reflections, you won't get those. So you don't get any of the benefits that the token really is part of the sales pitch if you leave them on an exchange. The exchange is supposed to be temporary. They want you to put it in a wallet, a private wallet, AKA a non-custodial wallet that you own, that you control, private to you, and then you get the rewards. So now you're forced to make a choice. Do I put my coins into a wallet so I can get the rewards, but now have to be nailed with gas fees to get it out? Or do I leave it in the exchange so that I can easily transact with it, but then know that I'm going to be leaving a lot of money on the table? Because remember, if it's reflections and some of them like Baby Doge Billionaire, it's like 6 to 10%, which is nuts. You're missing out of a lot. And so that's your first choice. Do I want to leave it in exchange because I plan to transact with it? This is mostly day traders, but it's also people that are not sure. Or do I want to have it in the wallet because I want the benefits of holding the coin long term? You need to make that choice, and it's a difficult choice. Because of the gas fees, it's not as easy to interchange between the two until now. And this is what I want to talk about today, is a way that you can somehow get the best of both worlds. This is not going to exclude you from paying some gas fees. Let me say that up front. My goal is simply to help you minimize the gas fees that you would pay, but still get the benefit of being able to work with an exchange and being able to reap some of the benefits and some of the rewards that the tokens offer to you. So you're going to be bouncing multiple tools and multiple screens. And let me just tell you straight up front, if I were you, I, if, you're, if you're one of those who has your face stared into your phone or your tablet and you hate computers, I would strongly recommend that you get back into the love of computers because computers are your friend, especially with something like this. And when I describe it, it will become clear why. The phone is not really designed for multitasking. And in order to do this, you've got to multitask and you got to do your research. But to kick this off, right, I'm going to target one main coin specifically as an example. And it's only an example because I need one that has this situation. And I'm going to use Satama. Satama is an Ethereum-based token. Because it's an Ethereum-based token, if you wanted to really do anything with Satama in terms of moving it or selling it, you're going to get nailed with gas fees. Moving it is somewhat cheaper than selling it, but ultimately you're going to get hit with gas fees. Just to give you a sense and a quick quote as of right now, and remember I said that gas fees change throughout the day, 
But as of right now, if I were wanting to send Satama somewhere, they're going to nail me for about 60 bucks worth of gas fees. If my wallet was thousands and thousands or millions and millions of dollars, I might not care. But most of you that are trading Satama don't have that much in it. You might have a thousand, maybe you have a few hundred, maybe you have less. So now in terms of percentages, it might not be worth it, right, to pay $60 to move $100 worth of token. Second, you have to have that Ethereum in your wallet in addition to that coin. Some people didn't know that. They thought it would just take it out of the coin's profits. No, that doesn't work on the Ethereum side. It does work on the Polygon side. It does not work on the Ethereum side. So in order to get around this, what you have to basically do is decide first is it moving is moving going to be the best use of the token so with satama it happens to be listed on a couple of exchanges including gate.io gate.io actually allows you to send tokens straight into a custodial wallet that they hold for you and then you can transact and trade and do all that stuff you don't get the benefits and the rewards of satama but let's say you made a decision, a hard decision that, look, my, my kid's going hungry or something happened where you needed to get access to at least some of that money and you need to recoup it. Nobody wants to be there, but it happens, right? And so you need to get this out of here, but you're struggling to figure out how. I just gave you the send transaction. And the send transaction, it's like, okay, 60 bucks. If you wanted to do a sell, you would have to go to a, if you didn't go to gate.io or whatever exchange first, you would have to go to a DEX such as Uniswap. And then you would have to tell Uniswap, hey, Uniswap, I want to sell my Saitama stake and however much you wanted to sell. And then what do you want to sell it to? So in this case, if I wanted to cash it out, and I'll talk about this in a second, I need to choose something that's stable. I need to choose something that's not going to fluctuate because I don't want to lose a lot of money. In this case, just for the sake of argument, I'm going to pick USDT, not CT. If I were to cash the Satama out and go to USDT, and that'll give me a quote of how much it's expecting to give with whatever slippage, it'll then spit back an estimate of gas. Right now, that estimate is twice what the send is. Let me explain why that's happening. In order to do a sell, what's happening is that the DEX is taking your tokens and the liquidity that goes along with, so the value of the tokens, is taking those tokens. Then it's taking tokens from its own stash and it's basically sending it back to you, to your wallet. So there's two transactions happening. One is it's got to get the, the coins to you, so you're getting charged for that. Second is you're getting coins back, in this case USDT, so you're getting nailed for that. Essentially, not full technical, but essentially that's why it's charging so much more is that there's more transactions happening than just a straight one directional send. So it's different to send versus sell. So you're like, well, what do I do? That's why the exchange comes into play. If you were to do a single send, you can send to the exchange one time charge. So you will have to have at least enough on hand for gas fees for that one time send. Once you've gotten it into the exchange, you're no longer charged gas fees while it's in the exchange. The exchange may have their own fee structure, but as far as transactionally getting it in there, you're only nailed the one time. So if you do a quote, and for the most part, the send 
is usually about six between thirty and sixty dollars. Again, you might find it cheaper, ten twenty dollars. I have not seen it go significantly lower than thirty bucks. So you're going to want to budget for this at all times. It behooves you to have a stash of Ethereum at all times, but I know that happens to be expensive. So if you're just doing it transactionally one-off, you need to budget in addition to whatever you're doing, budget for the gas fees to do the send. So that's step one, is I need to understand how much it's going to take to send this stuff. I need to have a, an exchange on hand where that token is supported. And remember, not all of them are on exchanges yet. So if it's not an exchange, you're basically screwed and you got to eat the double. But if it's, and it's Ethereum. But if it's on an exchange, all you got to do is make sure you have enough Ethereum, do a send to that exchange of those tokens. When you send the tokens to those exchange, your wallet will nail you for that first gas fee of 60 bucks, 40 bucks, whatever. When it's in the exchange, you now have more freedom. You now can do the conversion as a trade. What you're doing in this different than the wallet is that instead of them having to take your tokens and then return back tokens to you from a stash that they've got in the exchange, it's a peer-to-peer -peer transaction essentially. You have somebody out there who is offering to sell, in this case USDT, to you and for you to transfer, so let's say Satama, into USDT, you're saying, okay, I've got somebody that wants to buy Satama. I will sell my Saitama to that person, and by selling my Saitama to that person, I am compensated in USDT. Now, you've got your tokens in a generic stable coin, quote unquote, that you can send wherever you need to in order to cash out. Whether that, that could be even Gate.io itself. However, understand that will take KYC and other things in order to make it work, but it is an option if you need the money right away and you only need to do it once, you won't be nailed gas fees the second time. They will charge you a withdrawal fee. So whatever, and that comes out of whatever that token is. So if it's USDT, they'll just hold back a piece of it for the benefit of withdrawal in most cases. I don't know if Gate.io specifically charges significant amounts for withdrawal. I know they do for sins, so you gotta be careful on this. So I'm describing this and you're like, yeah, but is that significantly cheaper? Yes, by a large factor, you'll find you, spend, you stand to save thousands of dollars over your cryptocurrency journey if you can master the art of not falling into the temptation of just selling out from the wallet. The wallet is going to be the most expensive way to transact with these tokens. You want to use the exchanges for the exchange purpose, meaning I want to send my tokens to the exchange for the purposes of doing a transaction that converts them to a different form that I can use to cash out. This is what you want to get in the groove of. And I know it's hard because your temptation is you see on the wall, it's got a nice little button and it says DEX and you do this, da, da, da. and then you see the gas fees and then you back off. You don't have to get nailed by the gas fees. You don't have to get yourself ripped off. You just have to condition yourself, number one, to embrace computers because, again, you're going to want to have multiple screens going with this thing. I'm telling you right now. Now, I got to thinking, though. All of this works. That What I just described works, and you can create a cycle and a process. But let's say you're more advanced like I am. Most of my KYC, I have KYC in different exchanges, but most of my KYC in terms of cash out exists only in Coinbase. They are the only ones I will authorize with enough data where I can cash in and out all I care to, and they're going to mostly leave me alone about it. Now, obviously, when I become a millionaire, that's going to be a different story. But for right now, 
they're mostly the only one that I've trusted with that level of data because everybody else is kind of sketchy. They're from a different country, right? So it got me thinking, well, how can I further, if I, let's say I need Ethereum. Let's say that the purpose that I'm doing now is to convert my Satama into Ethereum without that double hit that I talked about. You could do this through Gate.io. You could absolutely convert it straight to Ethereum. The problem is when you go to withdraw it or you go to cash it out, especially with the withdrawal, they're going to nail you with those gas fees, and it's not cheap. I want to say, as of last check, it was like 50 bucks or 60 bucks or some nonsense number just to be able to withdraw it as Ethereum. But I know I need it as Ethereum, so how can I play that game but not have to deal with that overhead? The answer to that is you need to choose a different token that does not rely on the Ethereum blockchain, but for which it is supported in your destination. So I said Coinbase is my destination. Coinbase supports Cardano. Coinbase supports Solana. Coinbase supports Stellar, XLM. Coinbase supports a lot of different tokens that you can then, they all have their own network to them. And so you can have minimal fees. They're level twos. And so there's minimal fees and it's taken out of the coin itself. So I'll use Stellar, XLM as an example. If you use Stellar XLM, you might be charged like 10 cents, 20 cents to do the transaction, which is amazing. So all you got to do is send your coins to the Gate.io or L Bank or whatever exchange. Do your conversion as you need to. Then swap that whatever, whether it's, I don't care if it's Satama, USDT, it doesn't matter. Swap that to one of the ones I just mentioned that is supported in your destination. So for me, Stellar XLM is the top candidate because it's so darn cheap. Convert it to that and then do a send or withdraw over to your other destination. So in my case, I pull up Coinbase. I have that code. I give it to, in my case, Gate.io. Now I'm only spending 10 cents, but I'm sending fiat equivalent money over to Coinbase on the cheap. In Coinbase now, you can then convert that XLM back to Ethereum and there's no charge for this. See how that's working? You're using, you're basically exploiting the exchange methodology because that's really what you're doing is you're telling the exchange, I'm not trying to go to the mining pool to get this coin. I just want to work peer to peer because I have fiat money that I need in a certain format. But the first hoop is to get it into the exchanges. Once you're in the exchanges, all bets are possible and you can do all things and save on that gas fee. Now, the beauty about Coinbase in particular, just to give them a small pitch, even though I think they suck otherwise, is Coinbase is actually cheaper on the Ethereum side to send out of itself. I can't tell you why. All I can tell you is that where somebody else might charge 30 bucks to do a send, Coinbase is like 10. And I've never seen it be very much more than 10. I think there was one time, and that was when there was a bunch of NFT mining going on, other than that, it's been around 10, 11, 9, 15 at most. It's been really reasonable when I go to send. So if I needed to get Ethereum back into my wallet now, I can use Coinbase to basically do the exchange from XLM, send the Ethereum off to my wallet. Now I'm back where I started. Now I've got the Ethereum I needed in the place I needed it, which was my wallet to begin with. And it's a very roundabout way to do it. But in the process, I probably saved about $200 worth of gas fees because I didn't have to go back to the mining pool. I didn't even have to touch the blockchain, really, except for the exchange from wallet to wallet. I didn't have to go through the work 
necessary to do the mining to replace what I had sold. So that's how that works. It's a lot to process. It's a lot to think about. In summary, it simply works like this. Your wallet is a place for things to sit and collect benefits. That's what it's for. Can it do exchange? Yes, it can, but you're not doing a peer-to-peer -peer exchange at that point. You're basically having to go to the blockchain and you're gonna get nailed with gas fees for the privilege of doing it. If, you get, if you're sitting on bags, please feel free to do that because it'll let you do it and it's faster, yes? But if you're not, if you're not sitting on bags, if you don't have that much money, then that's where the exchanges come in. The exchange is not where you should leave your tokens because you don't get the benefits. However, when you need to transact, you need to convert, you need to go to a different token, you need to do something else that is different than what you have with your money so that you can work it in the wallet the way you want, you wanna to go to the exchange because it's gonna be cheaper, even though it takes more steps to get there. Once you're there, it's easier to manipulate your fiat into the currency that you want so that you can get it back out and then buy the token that you're looking for. So let's say you're in token number one and you decide the benefits of token number two are just that much better. You could do a straight over conversion right out of the wall in most cases through Uniswap or PancakeSwap. I'll say Uniswap because I'm talking Ethereum. But you're going to get nailed with the gas fees because it's a, dual, it's a dual process. However, if you were to take that token, the source token, send it to the exchange, convert it to a generic currency like an XLM or a USDT or USDC or something that's more generic, even Cardano in some cases, then you can send it back, process it into whatever your source currency is, so Ethereum, send that on the cheap, and then buy the new coin that you want. You're still going to get nailed a little bit on the buy, but it's nowhere near what it would be on the sell and nowhere near what it would be on the trade. Hopefully that's been helpful. I know it's a lot. This is a supplement. It's designed that you would do your own research and you would read up on what I'm talking about, about how you can use the exchanges to your benefit. At the end of the day, I'm simply saying, use the exchange as an exchange. When you need to swap your tokens, go to the exchange. That's what it's for. Yes, there's a cost to get it out of your wallet, unfortunately, and that cost is rather high when it's Ethereum. So if you're going to stay in the Ethereum network for now, and you want to trade those tokens, no problem. Just know that getting it out will cost you money, but it's still cheaper than it would be if you were converting from within the wallet. That's just the way it is. So I'm trying to get you to save a little bit of money, but you could very well just keep it all in the wallet and just do the trades. That will still work, but it'll be more expensive. So it's up to you if you want to spend the time to save the money or spend the money to save the time.